You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, Soon Wrath Classic, and their communities. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today we're joined by Ryan, aka The Yip Show. How you doing? Hi, Bob. I'm doing great. Uh, I do have a short announcement to make, and it kind of explains why I'm doing great. From now on, I will always be the second or first one named on this podcast because mel is quitting the podcast she's not here tonight and she'll never be here again <laughs> april fools <laughs> oh gotcha <laughs> it's april 1st everybody it is for us but mel is isn't us. here sorry everybody <laughs> she she uh she she left work half a day sick and she slept all day and then she woke up and about an hour and a half before the pod, she thought she was going to be able to do it, but her her throbbing headache came back, and she's just not going to be able to do it. She she said it just wouldn't have been a good good a good show if she came on. So I'm not going to argue with her. April Fools is a lot like opposite day. April <laughs> Fools, it's like Mel was probably feeling totally fine, and you you're allowed to leave. You're allowed to leave work and go home as long as as soon as you get in bed, you whisper April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Not and really then uh, you can't get in trouble. That's the, <laughs> those are the rules. Oh, uh, well, she she never calls in sick. So I was I, I was pretty worried because she's she never takes vacation, anything. I have to like beg her to take to take vacation normally. So, yeah, she probably has one of those jobs, though, from what it sounds like that, like if she's not there for a day, she's just going to be stressed out anyway, still thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's exactly what I used to do, too. It's just like <laughs> it's like you you like work on all the servers and like you're never really off because you're just like always stressed out. You're like. Someone's gonna mess stuff up while I'm gone, and then I'm just gonna have to do more work to fix it. It's, but that could explain a lot of people's jobs across the United States, and it's unfortunate. But that's a whole other comic. Yeah, but it's not the work; it's the social pressure. Because remember, guys, if you take a day off, all your coworkers hate you for it. Anyway, let's. Move <laughs> <laughs> oh, even the nice ones. Oh, all right. Well, guys. Uh, I don't anticipate it being a super long show this week. We gave you a banger last week, but they can't all be. But we're just going to see how it goes. We've got, uh, uh, oh, I always forget this. Want to remind everybody we stream live normally Friday nights at twitch.tv slash blazedbob. Follow our, our Twitter to know when we go live. We always tweet out. What we're going to go over on the show, we're going to go over some reviews. Then we're going to go over some emails. Then what we've been doing in WoW lately, then some uh, talk about 
the uh, add-ons and April Fools and uh, some shen- shenanigans there. Then raid progress. Then just a little bit of news. And then at the end, during discussion, we're going to talk about the recent survey that uh, was sent out to people uh, from Blizzard. So let's get into it. Yep. You want to start with the reviews? Yeah, we do have a couple of reviews and a couple emails. So starting out, we have one from our interesting. I think it's Arborior, but uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it when I'm done reading. Great show. Hey, guys, love the show. Just want to thank you guys for the podcast. It gets me through my work days and keeps the game alive as I'm stuck on a dying server. That's so sad to hear. Can't wait for Wrath. I think we all feel that way. For the Horde. <sighs> I, uh, for the Horde, everybody. <laughs> for the Horde. And then down here he says, Aborior, uh, from Old Blanche. But then in the in his name on the review is Arborior. And uh, so we'll leave that up to, uh, maybe we can pull it out and just, we can decide on what this guy's name is. Uh, but thank you very much um, for the review. And I'm sorry you're stuck on a dying server. Uh, hopefully it dies enough that you'll get free transfers to one of one of our, the mega homes where you can be welcomed with open arms and toxicity. It is a whole different experience. It's It's been really weird running around and not seeing Horde and not being in danger. But it's... It's better than than what it was. But I did want to say something about this review. He said, can't wait for Wrath. And I wanted to like just real quickly say, everybody's been doing the thing where they're like, yeah, everybody said, can't wait for TBC. It's going to be amazing. Now, now we're doing the same thing with Wrath. I just want to let everybody know, and you can check back through the pod. Whenever I was asked about the uh, X, ex- this is just for me, though. Whatever, whatever I was asked about wh- which ones I liked the most, it was Wrath first, Vanilla second, and TBC third. So I think I've always been in the Wrath, uh, the Wrath waiting room. So that's all I wanted to say because I've been hearing a lot of people do the whole yeah. Well, everybody thinks they're gonna like Wrath, but it's gonna be the same the same thing over. And I don't think that's the case. But I have a crazy hot take. I really like TVC. <laughs> uh, I think I, the raids I, are I, a lot of too. fun. Uh, something I realized midway through Classic Vanilla was that uh, not so much that I had like nostalgia, you know, I wasn't wearing rose tinted glasses. It's just that we played the game very, very differently than we did. Well, maybe, you oh, know, yeah. Bob, you play it, you played it a little more seriously than I did. But like, I, I, I didn't play it the way I did when I was younger. And then playing it at the top level, I actually think Vanilla isn't as good as TBC and Wrath. I think that TBC so far, even phase one with just Karazhan, just rating Karazhan was more fun than like rating AQ for months and months and months or rating BWL for nine months. Yeah, well, I mean, and if we're talking PvP specifically and rating, I th- I like TBC more than Vanilla. I'm just saying where I rate them and what I like. And so there's a lot of vanilla that has to do with just the huge world and the vastness of of it, you know, that's that, that makes it my second, but I still love TBC though, too. I I just think that I don't think people are being disingenuous when they say like, I'm waiting for TBC or I'm waiting for wrath. There are really great parts of all those expansions. So of course people are going to be like, Hey, I can't wait (laughs) for this to come out. It is a little bit weird. There is, I kind of don't like the, um, 
a lot of people have been talking about Wrath recently, and I feel like we're just skipping over Sunwell Plateau. We're never going to get that, because we know what comes next, we're never going to get that same feeling of, well, what comes after this expansion? You know, during this period of time for TBC, we didn't know what the next expansion was going to be or when it would be out. So you weren't always just looking forward and looking ahead. Um, but we definitely have had people in vanilla. There are people in our guild who are playing TBC private servers. And now that we're in TBC, there's like a ton of people playing Wrath private servers. I think that's just the Dude, the way it goes. And I get I and I get so many people coming into my stream and saying, "Hey, are you, you going to try this this real private server?" And I'm like, "No, man." Like I think that's how content creators get burnt out before it even comes out. You know, like they play all this time. And then they're then it comes out and they're like, <sighs> you know, yeah, for sure. I, I think if that if you especially if you're playing casually, if you're not trying to play with a guild and be like, oh, we're gonna hit world first, I don't see why you'd want to. You're kind of ruining the expansion for yourself. You're ruining your dinner. But <laughs> yep, I mean, I do get it for YouTubers that you know. I'm grateful that we do this show and this is the type of content we make because it's reactionary content. You know, it's like, how do we feel about it? It's going in there cold. Whereas YouTubers have to know, if they're making guys, they have to know everything, every anything they're wrong about, they get picked apart for it. I mean, we do too, but I mean, we tell everybody we're probably going to be wrong a lot, you know? So exactly, it's just like, it, it kind of sucks for them and they kind of have to do it to get into the algorithm early. And I just kind of feel bad for them. I appreciate what they do. And so I thank them for doing it, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, thank you. Thank you for your review. That's that spun off that tangent. <laughs> and then we have another review uh, also on Apple Podcasts. Th this pod, let me tell you what. You guys crush it every week with interesting content, whether it be news, raid progress, or just general banter. You guys know how to keep people listening. The guests are great, and it, drive it makes driving in a van all day bearable for one day a week. I love learning raid tips and tricks to bring my own guild on Atiesh. Uh, to bring to my own guild on ATS and lore bits from Yip are great. Really makes yeah. you realize how few people play this game for the story. So true. Looking forward to Wrath content in all future episodes. Give up the great work and long episodes. For the I feel bad because this will probably be a short one. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> the Alliance Hodgepodge of Small Indie Guild. Well, thank you uh very much. That was uh, very, all of that was very nice feedback. Yes, very, um, very nice. Everyone is looking forward to Wrath. Uh, I can, <laughs> I can see. And yeah, you know, the story has always been. I'm. I. I would say that I'm not even, uh, like a super lore guy. You know, I'm not like in the weeds entirely. But I've definitely read the wikis over multiple times when we were young, and maybe it was just because of the age that I was at. Uh, when when all of this was coming out, we were like 13 years old, and my friends. <laughs> My friends that like played WoW, we would like summarize the story to our friends who didn't play WoW. Like, oh, it's so cool. Like, then the dragon, then the dragons come and Illidan just got these big swords. You know, like that's how we were like as kids. So it's like, it's not even like a deep dive of lore. It's just all these stories were really cool and interesting back then. Well, see, for me, you know, I, <clears throat> I, I read fairly quickly now, but I didn't used to read very fast at all. And so oftentimes, just lore stuff, you'd have to read this long quest text. And I just, like, I just, it took so long, you know, and I wanted to get done with the stuff. And so that's why I never got into it there. But, you know, in 
Warcraft two and three, like I watched all the cuts, the um, the um, the cutscenes. I I loved it. I just you know have forgotten a lot of the stuff over the um, years because I haven't re- replayed them. I was excited to replay Warcraft three, but all the bad reviews, I just didn't end up ever doing it. But like, yeah. whenever it's played out, that's one thing I'm excited about for Wrath is that. There's a ton of quests where they kind of instance you in this quest and you interact with the Lich King and different characters and they talk and like that type of stuff. I really do like. Yeah, I think it's something retail does uh, a lot better is the leveling experience and in, in retail. No matter how you feel about retail, it's way more like a single player story where you are like going through cutscenes. Each zone has a reason for being there. It's not filled with a bunch of random quests. All the main quests, they're like a coherent campaign that you go through, um, which helps you kind of keep the story in mind. I just hate the retail story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I feel like I kind of, you know, after Cataclysm, I kind of cut my nose off despite my my face by not at least playing through the the leveling process each expansion. Just like I should have just played through them just knowing that I wasn't going to con- to con- to continue on. I mean, I don't see what would have been the problem with that because it's the type of thing I do with Call of Duty. Like, I'll play the campaign six hours, and then I don't care about the multiplayer. So I kind of cut my nose off to spite my face with that over the years. And, you know, I know the story got crazy, but I think I did kind of miss out there. So that's one thing I do kind of regret. Well, hey, they're going, they're going to classic forever. 300 years of classic, so we're going <laughs> to... Here's your chance. That would be cool if they read... Like, that would be a classic plus I would love, where you kind of get those, like, play-along, like, quests where they're kind of talking it out, you know? Or the quest... Like, if the quests were all narrated by a voice, you know, like, it doesn't have to be a great voice actor, but if they were read out and you could accept the quests... And it would keep reading as you go. I know there's a lot of games that do that. Like uh, Bioshock did that really well, where you would pick up a audio recording. You could keep listening while you kept playing, and it would kind of fill you in. That type of stuff, I think, would be really cool in in the game. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I don't think that you can. If you just play World of Warcraft, I don't think there's a way to get the story out of the game. It's just that in these early expansions, it's just not built for it yet. I think Wrath is probably exactly where that starts turning around. Like you said, you have those cinematic quests that kind of draw you in. You see, you know, like Bolvar at the Wrath Gate get blown up by fire. And then he becomes the, like, you know, there are these like stories that you can pull out a little bit better. Um, And yeah, I mean, even TBC is the beginning of that because like the progressive raids, they all are like a bigger and badder boss. Uh, Whereas like vanilla, it's like, Okay, we're in BWL, then we're in like a desert fighting bugs, and now we're in Max Ramus. You know, like every raid is a totally different, they have nothing to do with each other at all. Uh, TBC links that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thank you uh, very much uh, for your review. And then uh, we had a couple of emails as well, too. Uh, my eyes are going, so I need to pull this one up in Discord. Uh, so here is an email. Rogues and Hoes. Hey guys, I left a review about a year back, (laughs) so I thought I'd write to you directly this time. 
I just finished listening to your latest podcast episode where you guys briefly touched on Rogue's DPS, and I thought I should mention my experience. I was playing a Rogue during Phase 1 OG Wrath of the Lich King, and my friend played a Frost DK. We were maxed out in tier 7.5 gear when our guild collapsed. We got in touch with a guy in our school who was the, on the best guild on his server, and we were offered to join. They were primarily looking for DKs, but we were kind of a package deal. That's how every rogue gets into a guild. <laughs> yeah, well, I got in because I had a, you know, I had a girl that got me in. You know, that's 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 how I got into all the the, the top end rating early on. They're like, whoa, a girl! You yeah, you could join. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys seem good. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, so we switched servers and got invited to the best guild on that server, which was pretty cool. I was super nervous for that first raid, and I really felt the pressure. We got into Nax 25, and immediately I obliterated everyone's DPS on boss fights as assassination. All except my friend. From there on, it was 95% either him or me at the top of the charts, with the other one close second. I can't give you any numbers, but I do remember sweeping the floor with the competition. It's safe to say we made quite the impression. Thought you'd be interested to know that, Bob. P.S. Completely agree about the whole dual spec thingy. For the Alliance! No bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a, a really good time. I bet I like I like stories like that because I bet occasionally you just think about that. Like, that was a really good time <laughs> when we when we joined that best guild and then we just crushed. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, that's that was it's kind of my story too uh in wrath like we started in wrath we were just gonna do like all of like a ton of my real life friends about fifth about 15 of them well including me and mel played and we just were like we're just gonna do 10 mans and that's gonna be fine then of course we wanted more so we joined up with another 10-man guild, you know, and made a 25-man and would do that each uh, each week. And then when all my friends quit and all that fell apart, Mel and I joined one of the top guilds on the, on the, the server before Olduar. And I came in and stayed through, I didn't go to ICC, but through the, the tournament, I was the number one DPS. About a fourth of the time, there was this one mage that would that would beat that would beat me but i was on the top and it was a really memorable good time so i appreciate your story it's kind of it's kind of a lot like mine so thank you for for sending that in i'm looking forward to uh to rogues being good and useful in raid but we'll see about their personalities still <laughs> we'll see uh, but I'm that, a good but, uh, rogue. I'm like a Robin Hood type of rogue. Listen, flavor of the month rogues are not the same as someone who just chooses to be rogue. When I, you know, if you're only planning to play rogue when they're good, I, I like you. But if uh, well, your main but priority, but I played rogue my entire time before though. It was it was this was my class. I only had a short stint in uh, Warlock. It, it's, it's a good thing we met in classic and not in uh, <laughs> actual. Yeah, vanilla. that was the first time I had ever been a warrior, and. Same. <laughs> Early on, I regretted it bad. I remember telling Harskar, man, I really kind of wish I had just went rogue. And he's like, no, Bob, you made the right choice. And I was like, all right. And then I started to pump with world buffs, and I was like, okay, he's yeah, he's definitely right. This is yeah, awesome. I know? think that you would have regretted switching from warrior to rogue. I wanted to switch to mage myself, because same thing. I, I had never really played a... Uh, I'd never played a warrior other than for PvP in, in the Burning Crusade originally. And I was just like... 
I wanted a tank at first because I wanted Thunder Fury. And then when I realized I was going to go Fury, I was like, I would not have chosen a Fury Warrior if I was going to DPS. But they just happened to be extraordinarily good. So that worked out really well for me. But I, I remember he wasn't on my server, but there was a horde undead rogue that had Thunder Fury in his offhand. And I remember having dreams about being able to have Thunder Fury as a rogue. And I was in a really good guild too, but there was no way they were going to give me Thunder Fury. (laughs) Yeah. I remember um, there was a hunter with Thunder Fury that made a PVP video in vanilla. And I was always like, whoa, like this is the dream. I think he was like survival or something running around whacking people and wing clipping them with uh, Thunder Fury. And I was like, this is it. This is the peak (laughs) hunter. And, like, it was crazy, because in Classic, it was definitely, like, every good, you know, goodish guild had at least one, yeah. you know, tank with with a, with a Thunder Fury. But it was a badge of honor back in, like, back in the day. Like, we were, like, our guild, there was only two other guilds on the big server that had one person with Thunder Fury. Like... Yeah, I, we had um, nuts. We had this guy. I mean, I remember his name. There was Bootstrap on on Maelstrom in Vanilla, and he would do Scarlet Monastery runs with his Thunder Fury for people. And like everyone was always in awe of this guy, and like everyone knew his name. And I, I think he transferred off, and I, everyone like knew when he transferred off because it was just like that's the guy with Thunder He's Fury. <laughs> Same and, with the uh, mount for AQ. But I remember when you would see Thunder Fury or. You would see the hand of Rag. It'd be like that Toy Story uh, thing where all the little toys are looking up at the claw and they're like, the claw. Yeah. Thunder Fury. And everybody would just follow him around looking at him. I mean, it was a totally different time. Yeah. I mean, I can only assume the, did you say Thunder Fury plus Blade of the Wind? (laughs) Like, did that arise? I assume it was originated from actual interest and someone having that, like, whoa. Yeah, dude. What is that? Oh my gosh. Uh, but thank you very much for your email, and uh, hopefully you can relive that experience very soon with Wrath coming out. Uh, and then our final email. Hi, Jawbug, because this is the last time uh, we're we were gonna finally put a wrap on our Hi Jawbug conversation. <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh, hey guys, just a quick one. If you get the spawn bug in Hi Jaw, the one where. This is my my interjection, the one where if people get on boxes, uh, the first wave doesn't spawn and ruins everything. Uh, But if you get that spawn bug in high jaw, just have everyone log off immediately and get someone with a second account or bench player to take leader and reset once everyone is offline, just like you do for normal dungeons. It takes 30 seconds and kicks you all back to the lobby area to go to the horde camp and try again without waiting for Thrall to respawn. Neurofan? GM of Rusty Raiders on Pyrewood Village EU. And it took me a second because, again, my monitor's far it's away. Really my eyes are horrible. Yeah. It's small. Okay, guys, give me a break. <laughs> I'm nearsighted, but the, my, the distance of my monitor, it's like uh, <laughs> well, far away. So I just I wanted to put this email in, not exactly for us, because I, I'm pretty sure we all assumed that this would be the case. And the first time it happened, we tried this. But at that point, we didn't know one f- one one factor you really need to know when doing this. If you're going to do this, 
everyone has to log out inside the dungeon. If one person is outside or dead logged out, it does not work. So that's probably what happened to us when we tried it the first time. It didn't work, so we just left. And then each time after that, we just left. But I think we all assumed that this would work. But I wanted everybody else to know another fix that they could do. You know, since Robbie sent this in, I bet there's a lot of people that just don't know. Like even Melderon had never even seen the bug, you know, when we talked to him last week. Yeah, but had seen some other bug that we or that we had never we've never pulled reliquary uh up with Terran Gorfian, so everyone's having a different experience. That was Willie, wasn't it? Did it pull Terran Gorfian? Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. I thought it was Melderon. I could be wrong. It all it all blends together. <laughs> it it kind of does, yeah. <laughs> uh, all they're all bugs I haven't seen yet before. Um, but yeah, the other the other thing that I think is important here too. Uh, is that it might be, you might assume that you would have to wait for Thrall to respawn if you do a reset. I think that that would be the only other uh, part, because that is an annoying little wait. Uh, So that is cool that you can just reset it and then get back in. So hopefully everyone's guilds are getting on the same page and they're not having this bug anymore. But honestly, this I'm going to go out on a crazy limb here. I think Blizzard should fix it. Yeah, maybe so, right? <laughs> I think that Blizzard should fix the bug. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It seems know. like it That's... could be one they could fix fairly easily. I don't know. Yeah, it. I. 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 I feel like that is. Um, I don't know. Have they not fixed anything? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last thing they fixed. I mean, yeah, obviously they I fixed seen little a bug things. Fix report, but. It seems bizarre for like a raid to be broken for when we've known about it for over a month now. Um, and it's just, well, yeah. we've got that stupid, sexy incubus that I can't even get. Oh, I didn't tell you about this. <laughs> we don't need to go down that route, but I do agree that, um, I, yeah, it's, it's, it, we shouldn't be going jumping through all these hoops, but hey, you can actually teleport to High Jaw now. So it's easy to get back and forth no matter what bugs occur in either raid. So, yep. Speaking of bugs. Wednesday during the day, my first I made up a, a post-it note on my on my monitors to first order of business, get the Ecubus to bug Yip in Z in ZG tonight. Although you didn't end up showing up to that, but mm-hmm. that was my first order of, of of business. Well, I spent an hour and a half messing with this stupid thing that's bugged. I can't pick up the quest. The quest isn't there for for me. I have an open ticket with the GMs, tried everything, thought I did something wrong, went and did something else, went and did some other warlock quest I thought maybe it was attached to, but no, I just cannot I just cannot do the quest to get the incubus. Huh. Yeah, and so I'm working with with the GMs now. And they're like, yeah, turn off add-ons, reset, uh, reset UI. And I was like, dude, I did that already. It's like, I'll do it again. And I'm like, no, it doesn't work. We just put it in my, we just put it in my freaking spellbook. Like, I'm tired of this. It's like, I have to walk all the way to to the barons, the middle of the 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 barons. Every time I want to try anything new, they 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 tell me to try, and I'm just, I'm frustrated with it. Wow, that's interesting. I wonder if um. They heard our complaints about the incubus, and they were like, "Fine, you don't like it, <laughs> <laughs> then you can't have it." Oh man! But yeah, so I, I've wasted a lot of time on that now. And I'm just like, 
why am I doing this? And I will say, so on Wednesday, on Wednesday, normally I, I play Dungeons and Dragons up until around when we would be doing an off night raid thing. And I'm like, I've, I've had a massive headache all day. My I'm falling asleep like during D&D, like my eyes are like, I'm like nodding off and I'm like, what is going on? It's only like 10 o'clock. And I, uh, I asked uh, Kitty Claws, our other feral druid who goes by Kitty now, his favorite name. <laughs> and um, he was able to do it, went to bed at like 1030, slept all night. Getting a full night's sleep is awesome. You guys yeah, should nice. try that sometime. If you guys haven't, it, I, I woke up, I was at work and I was like, wow, this isn't bad. Like, I feel awake. I feel alert. This is what happens when I don't stay up all night playing video games. Well, then there's the opposite of that. A full day sleep is kind of nice too, but it kind of depresses you. Like you wake up and just like, oh my god, it's f- it's four p.m. No, no, I've I've, I've lost the whole day. Like <laughs> you, you lose your like whole Saturday, and you're like, no. Yeah, I'm really good at wasting my weekend by sleeping all day. I definitely have that uh, that <laughs> nailed down. But uh, yeah, I mean, I do have a problem of playing games till like one a.m. every night when I get up at like seven, and it just it it's, really yeah, does get bad, uh, it adds up. <laughs> um, yeah, if if our stupid guildies could just not be as fun and entertaining to hang out with, then we wouldn't have this problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck is wrong with them? We're going to be playing like on the other night. We had an Overwatch night and we're going to after this podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll pop in for a little while and play some Overwatch. It was f- super fun. We played it a, a really time. long time with all people. Yeah. It's just, the uh, positioning was like crazy different than anything I'm used to. And I was, it was, it was like, <laughs> but you know, you just like, you're like, we're just having fun. Yeah. Fuck you just it. roll, you know, like, it. yeah, you, you know, like it's, it's really nice. Like, and you still, we still play with competitive rules. So I just think that game's better, but it's just nice to just not care and just have a, you know, just have a good time. So it, it definitely enjoyed that too. Big fan. We used to do it more back in the day. Uh, a guild off nights, guys. I highly recommend them. We used to do, uh, you know, like Pictionary nights. We'd played uh, the Jackbox games sometimes. All that stuff has been uh, usually pretty it's, fun with a guild. Well, like they talk about, you know, like because being in a guild is kind of like being in an office there's you know there's clicks different people like each other more than other people you know there's definite things and it's kind of like one of those things at work that's like a team a team building process like and i think those off night game nights are a really good way to do that yeah i mean there was a i mean just, i i probably brought this up before but there was a long period of time where i didn't know anybody in the guild i had a couple of friends i went to the guild with but it's like I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't know anybody. I don't even you're not even sure who the clicks are exactly. So you kind of stay out of it. But it, until AV came out and we just like stayed up all night doing Alterac Valley and Discord, like that was the only reason I felt I started feeling like, oh, like I can just be friends with everybody here. And like I can we just have to like talk to everybody. Almost everybody uh, in the guild who I became like friends with. We just stayed up all night some night or something talking. Uh, but yeah, I mean, once once you do something together, it really does. Uh, it's good. I think it's, it's I think it's a good thing to get out of WoW sometimes. And especially if you're I don't want to say struggling in raid, but raids aren't always chill and fun. But if you go play some other game together that is made yep. to be chill, 
Uh, it is chill. Uh, yeah, and you pull, you know, you got the, you know, you got the people that know a ton, like, 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 uh, Kitty Claws, and then you got the people like me that are smooth brain that don't, right? They kind of get frustrated with the smooth brains, but then you play a different game. You kind of, you know, oftentimes both on the same wavelength at that point. It's just a way to, you know, yeah. That's now not a smooth with brain. me and Mira, but like I'm just giving an example of like ways it can like really change someone's perspective on somebody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all those so, yep. that clicker you hate in guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bob. What have you been doing lately? And wow. What have I been doing lately in WoW? I've been raiding, and that's pretty much it <laughs> in WoW. Okay. Um, my, I'm getting my warrior ready, so that's exciting. Um, I've been thinking a lot. I haven't been PvPing very much on any character. Um, I just have no drive. I got the items I needed for PvE on both of my characters, and then immediately my drive just like went down a lot in the time that I have to play. I, I mean, I, I could fit in the time. But like we talked about before, how I like if it's not scheduled, it's just my night. I'd rather do what I had yeah. been planning on doing and things like that. So I haven't been PvPing a lot, but I've been really interested in getting my warrior up to snuff for DPS purposes. So uh, I did sneak into your ZA for a moment and did horribly, uh, which only excites me because I'm like, OK, I actually have a lot of the last phase bis gear for my warrior for DPS because we for a while we just had no plate wear. So I could just pick up any. DPS gear I needed or wanted. Uh, so I kind of want to get them uh, just like ready to roll and get into some ZAs and uh, maybe even some GDKPs or something and just start trying to pump on my warrior a little bit. I'm kind of the same way. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go ahead and work up my Dragon Strike. Like I've got, I've got tons of gold and everything. Like I'm thinking about just working up Dragon Strike and I thought about making a second one even, but uh like and just get into some GDKPs and stuff like that because now it's starting to get 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 better. Uh, and like respecking really at this point is really kind of nothing. It's just a pain in the ass is all it really is. Like the gold part of it is not a problem. So I'm kind of thinking about the same thing. I've just I've got so much going on at the moment yeah. is the problem. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of being on an enormous server with a flourishing auction house. Because I can just sell all the stuff that I have. I feel like I have I have endless amounts of gold. Literally everything. On white main, it'd be like, I would just have a bunch of junk in my inventory because I'm like, I don't feel like selling this all because it's all going to end up in the mailbox and then I'm going to have uh -huh. to like relist it over and over. But now, anything I want to put Everything up, sells. A stack everything. of three moats, like half a stack of nether weave, like I just throw it up, I get gold, and then I can go out and like buy my scrolls and stuff now without worrying because I just get an influx of gold now. Our server is so big, you can buy the shit off vendors. Not the shit that just sells, you know, one, like, but you can just buy regions and stuff off the vendors. And there's enough people on the server that there's people that don't know where to get that stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, so you the, just sell it for a little bit more. It's hilarious. You do have so many more gold making options, too. I always liked, uh, I haven't, I never really did it in classic, but in, in retail, I always like going to like specialty vendors. Like the only this vendor sells this one pattern here. And then you pick up a couple of them and you just keep listing them up and people buy them at a premium because they don't want to go find it themselves. But that sort of thing, either they're price gouged like crazy on on white main or there's just no one buying them because there's no one there to buy. them. <laughs> but when yep. you have like you only need a couple of buyers when you have thousands of people on the server, uh, people are interested in a lot more stuff. 
there's so many ways to make gold. Like, for instance, um, like, well, here, I guess I, I, I kind of have to go over my week to yeah, kind of get into why I ended up here. So I've had a week of ups and a lot of downs. Um, so I had heard the memes about rogues and their struggle in TBC and no one would take them to anything. And I knew it was true, but I didn't know the depths that this went um, until trying to get into any GDKP as a buyer on my rogue. I spent the day after ZA came out, I was like, I woke up, I was like, all right, I'm going to get into the ZA. I'm going to buy some gear, I'm gonna get some badges. This is going to be awesome. I couldn't get, I messaged 50 plus people sitting there for three hours staring at the looking for group bulletin board. No one would take me to anything as a buyer. Like, wow, I couldn't get in anything. And the only ones that actually would take me, they're like, nope, 6K is not enough. You need more. I'm like, what? They're looking for those big 30K buyers coming in. Oh, and it was just like, Okay, well, all right, so I kind of got bummed there. So then I just was like, all right, well, I'll just, you know, do my regular PvP stuff, dailies, and do some, you know, I'm specced like PvE at the moment, trying to get, like, the stuff I need from PvE before I go back to PvP spec. And so I was like, well, what do I do while I just try and find a group? So... Long story short, I haven't found a group yet to take me at all any day of the week, but I decided I was like, all right, well, I'll start doing Skedis dailies to, you know, maybe get that mount. And so I started doing those and I started just, I was like, well, I'm just going to keep farming this crap and get the scrolls and then uh, Herb would come and help me when I got enough scrolls. He'd come and heal me while I killed one of the mini bosses and then he'd take back off. And you know, do his thing on his other on his other character, and I was just doing that. And this mage comes up to me, and he's like, "Where did you Where did you farmers come from?" And I was like, "Well, we were on a server where this was kind of impossible before, like because horde was everywhere. So now I'm just trying it out." And he was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then like he was like, uh, "He was like," and then I told him I was like, "I'm not really farming. I'm just really kind of." Want the mount? And he was like, "Well, I could make that quicker." I was like, "Oh, really?" It's like we just need a we just we just need a tank to tank the boss in the the middle. And I was like, "I could bring my warrior up here. He's on a a a separate account." So brought my warrior. Herb came on his healer, and this mage had like seven hundred scrolls. I mean, he didn't use them all, but I had like I don't know eighty, one hundred twenty, something like that. And what we did was. You just keep the loot that you use your your scrolls on, and you keep the loot from the the boss in the the middle, um, for, uh, for you turn in like four of the boss's little items, and then it gives you an item to bring out the big boss in the middle. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a few hours. I mean, fifteen k rep, and I'm like two k into revered now. In like three hours, wow! And made a ton of of cash because each of the small bosses drop a blue item that nobody wants. You just uh, you just turn it into a shard that sells for thirty gold, and then you kill the boss in the middle, and he drops items 
sell for... He dropped a cape that I shouldn't have equipped on the rogue, but it was my only slot that wasn't epic, so I equipped it, but the cape sells for, like, 30 gold. I also got that trinket that turns you into one of the Skedis, uh, uh oh, yeah. bird guys, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, I got some rings that sold for, like, uh, 300 gold. Uh, so pants you know the icon on that trinket is pretty weird looking, right? Yeah, yeah, it is a little weird looking. <laughs> I don't awesome. know what it is, though. Is it something I should be recognizing? I mean, it kind of it kind of looks like a... Oh. Yeah, like a... Um, a, a, a it looks like a penis. <laughs> oh. Or a uh, helper yeah. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all. <laughs> I just... When I was 14, that was really funny. <laughs> be like, oh, turn oh. into a bird with my... <laughs> But yeah, so that like, so that was like, that was really cool. You know, it uh, kind of brightened up my, my week because unfortunately I just haven't been able to get people to take me on anything. It was nice though. The guild has taken me on two different alt care runs, which was really cool. Um, and then I actually performed on the one I went on uh, recently because I was actually combat and I actually did pretty like pretty good you know th it's hard to tell because like everybody was an alt really you know so you know it's kind of hard to tell but that felt good and i'm hoping to get into some more stuff a lot of people look down on the pvp gear but i mean my rogues half pve gear that's like current like 140 plus you know item level and so i don't get why people look down on the dps pvp gear so much i get healers because they don't have the you know mana regen but like it really is like you get quite a bit more crit from all of the pvp pieces yeah i my warrior has a lot of pvp gear filled in where uh where i don't have pve gear and a lot of it does have a lot of really good stats on it still yeah because like basically the soft uh soft freeze reserve groups will check gear uh, right in the middle of chat. And they kick they kick me out as soon as they see any PvP gear. And I'm like, dude, it's full enchanted everything. Like, like it's not bad. Like, if I suck, kick me. You know, like Dang, I'm so I'm sorry you're at the uh the other the receiving end of rogue bigotry, like I hold in my heart, but uh <laughs> And like and like everybody's like, you gotta, you know, go do some, you know, carry DPS and GDKPs on lock, dude. And I'm like, well, What's the point if I can't get anybody to take me like on yeah. the rogue? So, so I'm kind of thinking about the warrior. Just I'd be kind of fun to pump on him before the end of the expansion. And there's so many ways to get the different gear and stuff now that it's definitely a possibility to be able to do that. And I, I don't know. I've been besides that. I've been having a good time. I haven't PvP'd as much this week because I've been mainly PVE spec on the rogue and. Just haven't done a ton on the warrior PvP wise, so I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at right right now, and I'm a little bit bummed, but it was definitely an eye opener. Like it really is bad for rogues right now. <laughs> the rogue now. experience. <laughs> it is a humbling, humbling thing. So I remember if any the of beginning... you out there run GDKPs, please hit me up. I would love to like get into something. The beginning of the expansion when we were getting heroics together, when heroics were still pretty hard, 
I had to turn away so many rogues all the time. You'd be looking for one more DPS and five rogues would message you and you'd be like, uh. <laughs> and now I feel really bad for turning them down too because yeah, I did the same thing. Now you're one of them. And it's like, okay, even if I wanted a rogue, I would just bring one of the guild rogues. <laughs> you know, like that's, the it's it's tough. And that's what I, yeah, that's what I did. Like I took, you know, Casuo was in a ton of stuff. Uh, Sultan was in a ton of stuff. Uh, we had someone's brother in the guild. I forget his. I forget that yeah, rogue's name. But kick, kick, yeah, kick something, whatever. But yeah, like we took them, but like we would never take an actual yeah, like a random rogue. rogue. <laughs> I feel so bad now. Well, um, oh well, they were all probably bad people, so you know <laughs> you don't have to worry too much. It's okay. And I apologize, uh, all the rogues out there. I'm sure some of you are good. Just know that I'm not talking about you. But you're I, the one special. You're yeah, like you, me, the Robin Hood of rogues. Yeah, you're the one rogue with a heart. You're the one yellow bar that I can get behind. Keep on <laughs> spreading joy and love, uh, and all you other rogues can disappear. Oh, all right. Well, but yeah, that's. I think that's pretty much it. I haven't played any season of mastery or hardcore kind of keep thinking about jumping in and doing stuff but i think the leveling process is what i enjoyed about yeah. hardcore like i'm kind of like with with winky like i want to keep those guys as a trophy of my achievement they've got the buff i can log in show people i don't want to just like be on the edge of my seat and every five man freaking out about like you know dying oh, yeah you're basically like, playing until you die right like i don't yeah. want to say it's inevitable but if you keep playing it kind of is inevitable eventually. And it's like, well, like, what are we, what are we doing here? Uh, so I can understand. I did. Th I kind of had a sneaking suspicion once you hit 16. You've done it twice now. A duo and a solo. Yep. Um, that, you know, and I'll probably do it again sure. at some point. Like, but it, it might be more of a thing where like, if they add it into a TBC classic server or something. Yeah. That's what I think. I think so too. Honestly, like vanilla is cool. I think TBC uh hardcore or wrath hardcore would be really fun and interesting uh doing heroics and stuff like that for um like doing hardcore heroics would be really interesting but for i don't know the vanilla experience the end game is so limited in what you're doing like you're doing your brd runs or doing your scholar and it's yep. i just think it's all about the journey for me and uh, yeah I got it done. I got a little crazy, but I just don't think that the rating part is for me. I think that's okay. But yeah, that's uh, it's really all I got for what I've been doing as far as what I can think about. Like, I know there's probably other stuff, but let's let's move on. You wanted to talk about something a little funny that uh, happened. Yeah, let's get into raid progress, but let's start with the... Uh, April Fool's stuff. Well, I, I'm going to start it by saying I didn't experience any of it because I'm a good raider who doesn't update his add-ons. <laughs> However, this week, as we go into raid, lots of people start freaking out over uh, things bothering them because a couple of add-ons, I think it wasn't just one, a couple of add-ons put in April Fool's jokes. Yeah, to what I know, it's DBM and then... Uh, classic loot manager. Yeah, we use classic loot manager for our DKP, and so far we have. I think we've enjoyed it. Uh, everything has done what we've needed it to do to match our loot system. 
However, they added in what? Some interesting sounds and... uh... Dude. So it was interesting because someone had just sent me a link to the weather in Kansas City on stream. And I clicked it. And like the weather channel wouldn't let me go into it with ad with ad blocker on. So I closed it and just looked up my weather on a different radar. And then all of a sudden we're like fighting the second wave of trash. Like after we kill the first boss, all of a sudden I hear this. Hey, I got to get a one and a two and a three, 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 three. Ah, I got to go for three, three, three and a five and a five and a five and a five. And it was like an auctioneer and it kept going off. And I'm like, do I have a web page open somewhere? Is there some sort of ad running somewhere? I'm looking all over the place. Like, I'm not killing trash. I'm like freaking out. And then I'm like, oh, dude, Trofo and chat sent me a send me a virus with that link. And I'm like checking the link to make sure it's like an actual legit link. And I'm, you know, copying link address and like putting it in a notepad, looking at it. I'm like, hmm. What's going on? I've got a bug here. And all of a sudden, I hear everybody in, like, I had muted, like, all of Discord, deafened, because I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I was like, is this someone's Discord doing it? And I come back out of deafened, and people are talking about it. And I'm like, wait, you guys hear stuff too? They're like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like an auctioneer. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm hearing that too. And it was classic loop manager Putting on like a little sound clip whenever you looted off a, p- a piece of gear, and it dr- it was driving me nuts though. Like I thought I got hacked. Yeah, that uh, I didn't know what was going on. And when people were saying auctioneer, I thought you meant someone being like, "Hey, well met, like come see my wares or something." But uh, apparently, it's a real auctioneer. Yeah, so people are having all these crazy sound bites going on, and then at the same time, again, I don't know if it was CLM or DVM. DBM's uh, well, the one that does the chat jokes. Okay, yeah. So DBM was putting in people, it was making people say things in chat, like Blessed Blade, uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's putting Thunder Fury. Did somebody say Blessed in. Blade of the Windseekers, yeah. whatever. So I, I do get how it's funny, but at the same time, I, I don't think that that's cool. Last, last night? It had me tell a rogue joke, and then like I, uh, I was like, "Oh, guys, this was actually pretty, pretty funny." And I read it off. It's like, "What is a rogue's favorite tea?" And it's subtlety. Uh. <laughs> and, and I did. I couldn't read it. I was like, "Supple, subbubble, subtlety." And then Mel had to send me the pronunciation subtlety. Uh, and then I was like, "Oh, I get it." And then, and people in chat are like, "It was a good joke." You know, nine out of ten joke, two out of ten, uh, you, you know, uh, di- uh, distribution or delivery. But I was like, guys, you know, that wasn't my joke. Like, that was DBM just making the joke for me. They're like, no way. I was like, yeah, dude, it does all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. So that brings up the thought that add-ons can just be updated without your consent. I mean, obviously you hit update, but no one reads the patch logs of any add-on, right? You just hit update all. And then it's making you say things in chat. I feel like we can all very easily see the issue. And uh, well, and and I think DBM had done it before with like the fart and stuff. Like you would just randomly fart on somebody and stuff like that. I think they've done stuff like that. I think that might have been last year's April Fool's. 
or like a couple years ago, maybe. But like, this is a little bit more over the top when you're typing something and people think you typed that out. Like, what if you're do- you're doing a boss fight and people think you're typing jokes? Yeah. While you're supposed to be doing your job, like yeah, or, that's a problem. Or what if uh, an add-on developer's girlfriend breaks up with them, and uh, they have you just spam harass them through your account because surely they have some way that they can make you talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> or have you say some really like horrible things in chat too? Yeah, like I, I so p- we've been weary of weak auras because anyone can make a weak aura and make you do whatever, right? We talked about before a story where someone's <laughs> weak aura made a made a streamer send all of his gold to the guy who made the weak aura. Uh which again, just like the April Fools joke, very funny. <laughs> but not not in like a a good way, you know, like it is yeah. funny, but it's not good <laughs> that that people can do it. But with weak auras, it you definitely know wasn't funny for the guy either. Yeah, but for but for an add-on to just update and make you do things, uh I feel like I don't know. Not sure I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, everyone auto updates. I feel like if you're going to add stuff like this in, I, I wonder, is there some sort of process of approval here? Like, there's no way that CurseForge is checking these add-ons to make sure there's nothing malicious in them, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Which... I, I, I don't think so either. Like, it, it definitely yeah. has me thinking about about w- w- what you want to do as far as just, like, auto-installing some of these add-ons. It just has me thinking uh, about what it actually entails. but. Yeah, I mean, it might not be uh, a huge deal to some people. And again, these are pretty big add-ons that we're doing it. So it's it, it would be shocking for DBM to put anything in that would be like too crazy or heinous. Uh, well, but you never know. And DBM did put out, uh, they did put out a, uh, I think Casabo put it in our, dis- in our Discord. There is a command to turn off the April Fool's stuff if you so desire. So I'll look for that and try and put it in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check, they should be able to see it below this part in the show notes. Yeah. And everything they were doing wasn't crazy, but I think that this sort of thing is, uh, is vulnerable to a much more malicious attack or situation. Uh, if someone so desired, uh, cause there are plenty of add-ons that we use that have like 50,000 users. They're not like DVM where it's like everyone <laughs> is ubiquitously using it. So just something to think about when you're when you're getting your add-ons and you see a add-on that has a hundred people who use it might want to be wary about what you're putting onto your computer more so than normal. But that's how raid started. Uh other than that, raid went really, really well until we got to Archimond. And uh Archimond was uh, a little bit of a struggle bus for us this week for some reason. I think partially Archimon has some mechanics that are a little bit RNG, right? So things like um, Tremor ticks as far as the fear. You know, if someone gets feared out of range of the decursor, uh, then they can take some extra damage. Some people might get a curse on them that doesn't get decursed and then they get air bursted and they sort of just die in the air. Some sort of things like that can happen, but I think we wiped three times on Archimon. Uh, so that certainly was not super no. good. It's like I, I think, think we wiped five. <laughs> I might have blanked out a few of them. Yeah, because we uh we did a we did three um 
three bloodlust. So we did bloodlust on the, f- or we didn't have bloodlust the first one. Second one we had bloodlust. Then we didn't have bloodlust. Fourth one we had bloodlust. Then I think we might have beat it. We might have beat it on the fifth time and wiped four times. I don't know. I, I could believe but, that one of those wipes. Like I think a couple healers got air bursted, but again, it's like par- and they it's got partial. feared really far. Like we did end up putting after a few wipes, we ended up putting a shaman in the healers group for tremor totem because they were getting feared in the most inopportune areas, like just into bumfuck Egypt. Like it's, it's one of those things that I don't. It's not necessarily RNG that causes those wipes. Uh, I think that there are ways to mitigate RNG on that fight, and we weren't doing that well just because we've done Archimon so many times, right? Like, I bet if we were more careful about placement, or if on you know some boss fights we've made maps where we're like, this is where you stand on this. If we had that for like everybody, maybe we'd be able to mitigate some of those problems. But uh, it was you know the actual RNG from where we were standing and everything was pretty insane. Uh, there were times where like a lot of healers were out of range of me and stuff like that, so that that hurts. Uh, Dude, as as a warlock, wipes sometimes are the worst thing ever because you'll be like on a fight, and you're like, "Holy shit, I've had so many crits to start off. This is gonna be an amazing parse. Oh my god, I'm going, I'm going!" And then you wipe, and then you're like, "Damn it!" And you start the next fight, and you're immediately deflated because you're like, "Shit, ten casts and no crits already. Fuck." Like, this is gonna, there's no way this is gonna be a good parse. You know, like, and it's just like, it's so up and down with the Warlock because it's so RNG based on the, especially with the spec everybody's using right now. So RNG, like, for Destro Lock specifically, so RNG based. Yeah, it, it was, um, it was certainly something. And again, this was like our second week where we were trying to 1 8 everything. So getting stuck on our. <laughs> is disheartening and it's not yeah. just that it was we're over stuck a on, half an hour yeah and it's not just that we're stuck on Archimonde it's that now we're getting it's later in the night people will play sloppily as you get toward the end of the night as you get tired so now we're going into Black Temple like a little bit later a little more tired and then by the time you get to the end of the night it's just it all sort of compounds on itself but um, the rest of Hyjal before Archimonde was actually insane we, were ha- we had some insane kill times this week on a lot of bosses I feel like a lot of people were just pumping, um, which was really cool. Dude, a lot. Like, if you look at the, uh, I was actually going over this talking to Spellcheck and uh, Kitty Claws last night. Um, just how good our guild has gotten when over half of the people, DPS wise, well over half, parse in the like in the high nineties. That's good. And even we got some healers parsing DPS in the 90s too. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's it, like, it's, and then everybody else is like, you know, high 80s. Like, it's, it's really, we're doing good. Yeah, we, we're, we're definitely doing really, really well. Um, the Archimon stuff is like, you know, it's disheartening, but it's, it is what it is. You know, we go into Black Temple and we, oh, wait. No, things kept getting worse after Archimon now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just blocked Wait, it out on. because hold I died because we wiped on the Gentis. <laughs> we had a wipe on the first boss of Black Temple. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. No. I'm I'm quite sure we wiped on the Gentis. 
I'm like anybody in chat. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. I feel bad just like diving into logs right now. I don't remember the wipe, but I remember I remember talking about the wipe. So let's let's see if I can dig it up. Kitty Claus and Harsh and 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 Harshkar say that was last week. Oh, that was this last week. week. Went good. Nice. Okay. Yeah, cool. last week I do remember okay. it. Okay. Cool. All right, okay, that was what I originally thought, that BT went smooth, and then I just remembered talking about an Agentis wipe, and I was like, wait a minute, maybe it went horribly. Oh, great, yeah, so, okay, <laughs> BT was smooth. Yep, now I remember it. I think it was just Supremus. Uh, I died running into Supremus. That was the only bad thing I think that happened this week, uh, and the boss fight still went smooth. <laughs> uh, no, you, you don't need me. <laughs> I th yeah, I think everything was pretty smooth. One thing that happened... For me specifically, it probably didn't like really affect the raid much, but we were getting up on our three minute break, and my dogs were like, <laughs> and Mel was like, "Bob, we have to take him." I was like, "Well, we have to tell him that we're gonna be late." <laughs> She's like, "You don't think we could do it in three minutes?" I was like, "No, we can't take him in three minutes. Like maybe five or six tops." I was like. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell Yip and Harskar so that so that they just know. I was like, "You're a freaking heel, like you know, you can't like, we can't just not come back from." from yeah, I break. do appreciate so, the non-secret <laughs> one where we'd be like, "Where are they? Where have they gone?" Yeah, well, I mean, and you know, I guess like this entire week uh, until last night, like I just you know just randomly felt like taking four days off of drinking so i was like really on point like most of the time too and i was like we can't do this Whereas, uh, <laughs> if i was drinking it's yeah, sad to say maybe it. i would have been like Let's go. they'll be fine <laughs> or i probably would have just told mel to just stay and i just would have told i just would have taken the dogs which would have been much less of a strain on the actual progressing through the trash but but yeah it was uh I don't even know. That was a dumb story. I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay. sorry I told it, that story. It happened. <laughs> no, it was a great story. It happened in Raid, and now you all know about it. It's very important, uh, the context here. But yeah, no, we did, uh, looking through, we did go ahead and have a, a good night the rest of the night. Uh, we one-shot everything uh, through Mother, and then we stopped there because that was right at Raid time. We probably could have pushed it, uh, but I, I am going to admit now, for everybody listening, that the officers all decided that we would save Illidan for Thursday to make sure people being uh, would show up. Yeah, the so people who, who who maybe weren't interested in ZA ended up having to come so that they could get counsel and Illidan loot, and then they'd be forced to be there for Vash and Grohl and and ZA. So I remember telling Stream, I was like, "Well, don't know if we're pushing through or if they're gonna call it here. We'll just have to see what happens." Oh, yeah. uh, Harskar in chat yeah. uh, wanted to point out. He, uh, he reminded me that our kill of Archimond, uh was really, really nice. Uh, it was 100% execution. <laughs> we had no deaths. It looked, we took like such little damage uh, overall compared to like a normal fight. It was like everyone finally was like, all right, <laughs> let's kill this thing. And we just destroyed it. What's crazy is like Kim posted... Our entire uh, high jaw execution and uh, was it speed? Yeah. I don't know what it was, but we were like, I mean, it was amazing good. Like, we were like top everything. I think it was execution because speed, we were in there for quite a while. 
Yeah, but I think the first four. Yeah, the first four like were, were incredible. We were, we were really pumping this week. Um, the only other weird thing was that we had an invalid log on Reliquary <laughs> because we pulled some ghosts. Uh, well, they spawned like a little bit late and someone pulled them. And we decided let's pull the boss and just kill these as we go in. Unfortunately, that invalidated our entire log, which is kind of a bummer. I feel like they can. I don't know. Kinda, I, I guess it it's makes sense. good, though. Yeah, it makes sense to invalidate it, but uh, it's still a bummer to get invalidated logs. It, it does make sense. It is a can... bummer, but it kind of makes sense just for the cheese. Like people could cheese the shit out of that if they pulled the whole room and then pulled right in there. You know, well, like... I would assume you. I mean, you have to. You'd have to only look at DPS on the boss, but you would still get other benefits. Like people can build rage on uh, the mm-hmm. other mobs and stuff like that. So you still wouldn't want it, but. Uh, you know, we're always finding new ways to invalidate our logs, so that's always fun. Well, and <laughs> how would they deal with, with like, healer parses, too? Like, yeah, yeah. Another... They're going to know they healed from boss damage or from ad damage? Yeah, but they, you know, fine, whatever. They invalidated it. I don't care. I never parse on that boss because we don't reflect dead end. <laughs> and uh, I wear uh, mitt gear and I just kind of hang out, so that's another good reason. Uh, but yeah, so that was our Tuesday, and then we left our um, we left our last two bosses in Black Temple for Thursday. Except we only had four healers on Thursday, <laughs> so our yeah, we've had a little bit rough with the healers not being able to make it. It's been a little yeah, rough. a month ago or six weeks ago, it was like we were sitting multiple healers, and we just had way too many healers, uh, and now we're ending up in the situation where we. We keep ending up with like four healers in a night or we need to wait for an extra healer. So um, that's been a little bit rough. But we had four healers and we did have someone who plays a hunter and a priest. Uh, He hopped in on his hunter and we were kind of like, I mean, whatever. Let's just send it (laughs) with with the four healers and (laughs) until it doesn't work. And it it worked fine on council, although council was a little hairy at the end, but we got it done. Yeah. So well, council was really, really good. I just died. Um, I got hit uh, with a string of hits, so I died pretty quick. Uh, but other than me dying, we were taking like no damage. <laughs> Everyone was doing an insanely good job of not taking damage, and uh, I was I was pretty stoked. I haven't been that stoked about something in a while. But uh, not only did I die when the boss was still at like twenty five percent or something, we still got the boss down on that fight, which is nuts. Because it's a multiple tank fight, so you really can't lose a tank in the middle of it like that. But we have Terry Bad, a hunter, used to be by B Blunder. Uh, he's got deterrence. Used to be Bubble Earth. <laughs> used to be Bubble Earth. Um, he has deterrence, which allows him to tank for a extraordinarily long amount of time. There's been a couple bosses where he's tanked for like ten seconds because it just they, he just, it gives you like some insane parry and dodge rate. I don't know the exact effect, but he just keeps not getting oh, hit. Um, so, oh, well, it's kind of like evasion. Yeah, it's like evasion. Too. And I then it go went to it. Then it went to our rogue who popped evasion and he was able to tank it for a really long time. That explains <laughs> why this survival hunter beat us in twos the other day. I did see. This is why you have to play every class, man. Yeah, you learn about all these random abilities they have. Uh, but uh, yeah, so thanks to our deterrence hunter and uh, evasion rogue, they were able to tank for long enough that we were able to get the boss down uh, in that time. Uh, 
it, it was uh, it was really, really good. And it's exciting. Like those close calls are way more exciting than just doing a boss in, in like an easy way. When you yep. think you're going to wipe and you get the boss down, everyone's so much happier. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the most epic ones are when, you know, the last guy is the Rhett Paladin or the the Holy Paladin and they like and they do that last shock and it takes the boss down. They're the last one standing. I mean, that's happened, you know, in multiple expansions over the years. And it's always a fun video to watch where everybody oh, yeah. in the, you know, Ventrilo, TeamSpeak or Discord channel, depending on what era are like, yeah, whoa. Well, <laughs> that's, like, that's kind of a nice thing. I don't want to overhype prop paladins, but in Wrath, I certainly remember prop paladins doing that a lot because they have so many abilities that where they can just live by themselves. Like a prop paladin can solo so much random stuff in Wrath just because they have so many, uh, they have so much self heals, they can mitigate a ton of damage. So you can end up with like one healer and a prop paladin and still do the boss. <laughs> it just takes forever. I remember like a prop paladin and a shaman doing the Hygen dance. I think I think you can just duo it in. Uh, I'm I'm positive you can duo it in a Wrath of the Lich King version of it. The ten man version. Uh, maybe even twenty five man. Oh wow! It just takes a really long time. <laughs> uh but uh yeah so it, it hopefully in wrath we'll we'll see a lot more of that with these uh insano paladins coming out but right now uh i think what we had was probably <laughs> a, a really good one i wish you could like force that to happen more often where you just have all these close calls like yeah <laughs> dude because yeah they are definitely fun when you have that weird weird stuff happened yeah and uh i know it's happened in my guilds before i just, like back in you know or like original TBC Wrath and Classic, but I can only think of you know like when I tanked Ani as a rogue, like that was all of Phase Three. That was a highlight of my career. I'll never forget, you know. And then like it was only because I put uh, we weren't supposed to wear fire res, and I had forgotten somebody said that, and so I had all my fire res gear on. Is the only reason that I was able to actually do it. Oh, that's really funny. But yeah, so like. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know, like, those things just, like, make it, and it's, that's why I'm glad I'm streaming everything now, because we'll be able to save those moments, you know, forever. Like, I watched our first KT kill the other day, because it's still saved on my YouTube highlights, and I was like, our uh, Twitch highlights, and I was like, this is so cool, you know, <laughs> like, so it's kind of neat. No, it's, it's, it's super neat. Uh, but then we get to Illidan. And it's, I don't want to say it's Archimonde all over again, <laughs> but we do end up wiping a couple of times. I, we still bring four healers, which I don't think that our healers were really the problem. It just, that fight can be so finicky where if one thing goes wrong, it's really hard to get back to, right? So if you mess up the, uh, the flame elemental phase and everyone gets flamed on, then like there's really nothing you can do. It's just better to wipe quickly and move on. Speaking of the flame, the flame phase, the flame elemental flame phase, we have a new thing that Harskar has been saying at the start of that every time is, watch your threat, watch your threat. And I believe this is like uh, pointed at my failure the other day <laughs> when I pulled, you know, 60% uh, crit rating or whatever. And well, say, say what you want. 
it becomes a criticism on me when everyone says, say your threat, like watch your threat. And I'm the one tanking. I'm the one who feels the most insecure. <laughs> I'm like, look at my, look at the threat meter. You don't need to watch your threat that much. Come on. Yeah, no, this, that was a freak thing. Like, yeah, you, even, I mean, it, like, it really even was. FJ was like, thing. what the hell? I think it was 68% crit yeah, you had like, or something like you had that. You had like 68% crit over the first like 30 seconds of the flame elemental and it just went crazy. Uh, it, was, but, I was, it was nuts. Yeah, so that that was uh, cool. But the flame elementals aren't crazy. It's really, it was very easy to die because you have four healers, there's raid damage going out, and you have two tanks you need to keep up, making it just like, it. it it's very easy for uh, one of the tanks to die. Um, I think there was enough healing there, and we did get past that phase a couple of times, but then like, okay, the paladin got killed in the enrage phase, which again is kind of RNG based by how much he's getting hit by and how close he was to the trap. Like that easily could have been a kill. I really think we could four heal it without a problem, but we decided to have the hunter switch over to his priest and just five heal it because like why, like if we have enough DPS to do the fight. It's really not a DPS race at this point. We always can get it. Uh, so we, that we skip the demon phase. We do so much damage. We almost didn't even need to bring him to the trap. I don't know if you noticed that, but like by the time he's getting yeah. trapped, he's at like nine percent health. Dude, <laughs> we were destroying it. I don't know. I don't know if Guns figured something out, but like, because I'm just not sure about the tanking part of the fight. But basically, we haven't for the last two weeks. We haven't had the problem at all where all of a sudden Illidan jumps on somebody else, and I don't know what's actually changed. That's because we're skipping demon phase. The problem was, if he changes into a demon, there's a part where you can keep hitting him where his threat resets. So it was that that was causing a threat reset. But instead, we're skipping, we're getting him to 30% much faster and he doesn't turn into a demon at all. So that way the threat is maintained and Gunt stays on top. So the first couple of weeks when we were struggling, he would turn to a big demon. We'd all have to run away from him. And then we would go into the last phase. So, yeah, it's a lot easier. Everything's so much easier when you just kill things faster. <laughs> Dude, well, and it's so weird for the locks, too, because the lock doesn't have a big job. They hit one button for, for the most part. But doing your curses is a little weird. Like, we used to be able to, until last week and this week, we, we were able to put a doom up at the very start. Then we were able to get a doom up again before he flew into the air. Now he flies into the air with like nine seconds left on the the doom. So we're doing that phase like a good 12 or 13 seconds faster than we wow. did three weeks ago. Yeah. And when we only had the four healers, it was like we were just it was we were flying. That was so. Cool. Oh, yeah. I, I like I'm the problem is, is like. I like pushing and doing these things that are cool and interesting, but you have to weigh that with like, how much time do we want to spend wiping just to what, like what's the purpose yeah. of only bringing four healers in order to see how quickly we can do something. It's like, I, I'm starting to see like some appeal to being like, let's like, let's try to parse on this fight or something in a way where we're going to try it, you know, a different way. Cause there are, there are slightly different ways to do bosses. Um, there you can, you can three stack, on uh on council and get a lot more cleave damage in but we don't we just try to be safer um so it'd be interesting maybe like every week we pick a couple bosses we want to go real crazy on and maybe try a strat that'll help us uh help us like do more damage 
which is so cool. We do we do try new things, and we have throughout TBC, and that's the beauty of not having not have at least for our guild the beauty of not having world buffs because <laughs> yeah, world not buffs wanting to die. had us running scared. Yeah, we're like, nope, we know this works. We know this works. Yeah, I mean. We had the time on Thursday. We wiped a couple times on Illidan, but it really didn't matter because we weren't, we didn't have that much more to do. We didn't have to feel yep. like, oh, we're going to run out of time and not get Illidan down. It was just like, oh, well, we're still going to have time to do Vash and Girl, which we did. And then we had our ZAs. So um, it didn't feel uh, as bad that way. And it was definitely fun trying to do the four heels. So that, that was our, uh, our raid this week. Um, I haven't done my ZA yet. Some of our ZAs are good. Sometimes they go rough. I think that the difficulty of ZA is like totally there when, um, I mean, there, there are just abilities that these bosses have that will just like kill people, <laughs> which not, yeah. not even some BT fights end up that way. Right. There's just, they're not those mechanics. It's really bizarre because I've been part of i think our fastest guild za run and then i've been part of two that just didn't even get the mount and i was part of one last night that didn't even get the third chest uh we had a really rough night uh looking at it afterwards there were multiple problems i remember smooth brain but bigger brains in the guild looked at the logs and found a whole bunch of things that i hadn't thought about you know like i was just trying to do my job and and it's just it's it's crazy that like it can jump so many different ways to one side or or the other and it really like i think you're right it really boils down to everybody kind of needs to know everything that's going on and like all the the mechanics if you want to have a for sure fair run yeah i and i think honestly i think in a couple of weeks it it obviously uh, goes away, but without having someone uh, fully knowledgeable about the the fights, you can just end up dying, and then the time gets crazy because you lose time when you die as well too. So it can be a compounding issue. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's good gear in there. We're glad we're getting it. Not bored of ZA yet, but uh, we'll see when we. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Do a, a few more weeks of it, and I honestly, I'm kind. I really want to try to get my warrior into a into a full one, and uh, start pumping on my warrior a little bit. I think. I mean, I worry. If you want uh, one little bit of advice, remember how we would have different uh, weak auras to like let us know if Salve was on or not. Mm -hmm. Get that for that stupid. I forget Rampage. what it's called. Yeah, yeah, Rampage that is, is pretty so annoying. hard to I, remember. I to really have no, honestly, the fact that Rampage exists makes me just want to play dueled arms because it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> what the heck? Oh, okay, fine. All right, uh, fine. I'm gonna, uh, someone's calling me out. So, someone, uh, someone, we needed a fill on the last boss <laughs> of Zuljin last night. So, I pop in as the hero and I'm like, oh. I'll come help on my warrior. And I show well, okay. up. <laughs> Hold on, though. You, regardless of the way the rest of the story goes, we were having a rough night. We were trying to keep positive. It was hard. It was a rough <laughs> night. And you piping right in when we lost somebody and saying, I'll come, brought morale way higher than you could actually possibly imagine. I can only speak for myself. 
but I have the sneakest suspicion it did for others also. Yeah, and then a whirlwind killed me in the first 10 seconds of Soul <laughs> which, <laughs> But it was, it was, which was comic funny. relief, you know, right? Uh, it, it, it was definitely funny, but it, it really hammers home the point that I've been making, which is that tanking is kind of boring. You have the least amount of mechanics you need to worry about. I literally, like, didn't even remember Zuljan whirlwinded <laughs> because it just doesn't matter on my bear at all. Like, there's so I many know. things that don't matter on the bear that as soon as I got in there, I was like, I don't even know how to... First of all, I haven't even played DPS on this warrior, this expansion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't even all, know what this once. boss really does. Uh, it was pretty good, though. Uh, we got it down and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was all good, but I, uh, it did make me feel like, okay, now I want to play my warrior more so that I can have a better showing than that. But on the other hand, our Paladin tank is desperately trying to main tank bosses, so I'm wondering if maybe I should really just put the time and effort uh, into becoming a decent enough cat and just kind of like absorb, just really taking that on a little bit better. Um, I mean, obviously I'm going to cat, but it's like, how much interest do I have in that? I want it to you be got low. I hate a it. good teacher though. Like no, you have no, access no. to a ninety-nine and like a ninety-six to ninety-nine on every fight parser. It could be telling you what you could do. No, no, mirror triggers me. I cannot have him telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I like, will figure this out for myself, god damn it. it. You know what makes me laugh? This is what <laughs> he's in chat. But this is what he does. <laughs> it's so funny. You'll, um, <laughs> like, it, no matter what someone does, they'll be like, oh, you're wearing that piece? Huh. And that's all he'll say. Oh, I hate that shit. <laughs> that's all he'll say. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> what's wrong with this piece of gear I'm wearing? You're like, you're like, oh, you hit rip on that fight? Huh. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Well, and then uh, something I like, I don't know much about Druid, but uh, our, our uh, Shammy Yip, Yip Slime started a new uh, Druid earlier. And sorry, he talked about something. Slime. Yeah, well, yeah, Wop Slime, <laughs> sorry. Um, he talked about something that's in Cat, but he wanted it in Bear. And, and Kitty Claus was like, don't ever say that again. <laughs> and that was all he said. <laughs> like, you don't know why. You don't know what, you know, but. Mira yeah. gets a little bit more frustrated with me. He'll be watching me do arena and he'll jump in and he'll be like, Bob, kill the warlock's pet. They can't out heal you if you just kill the warlock's pet. Yeah, Mira's he'll just, just jump out good, of chat. You know? <laughs> he's not he's not prepared to talk to someone on a level as low as us. <laughs> I know. He's like a genius. <laughs> but hey, uh yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, should I really get interested in playing my Fury Warrior, or should I really just get interested and just really like absorb the cat? And uh because I mean I mean this phase is gonna be long. There's no reason for me to like deny gun the ability to main tank these like bosses when he wants to. There's really no reason. Um oh well we didn't even talk about his uh Vash Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah I know. That's funny. I like that. I it like was that. hilarious. <laughs> our 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 holy pally is begging to like main tank stuff. Our holy pally. <laughs> our prod pally. Yeah, he's, he's been Gun begging fam. to main tank stuff, which I'm t I'm totally fine with. It. I don't have a problem with it. I would like the ZA weapon. Uh but I, I don't really care that much right now. Um but I uh we go into Vash 
And uh, it's on me to pull, because that's how, how it works. I run in when I'm ready. And he just Leroy Jenkins himself into the fight while I'm still in my fire as <laughs> gear. And I just go cat. And he just goes the main tank set. And it was totally fine. But it was pretty funny that it, we just rush pulled like that. Well, it was, it was, it, it was funny. But we, we went through the whole first phase great, right? Then we went through the second phase. It was, you know... Like, I'm trying to get, like, something, like a shadow bolt off on something before it dies. But everything dies so quick in that phase. And then we get to the third phase. I don't know who said it. But somebody said, oh, what did they say? Harskar loved it because he was like, we're doing something the best we can. But basically, we like, all all of us had to stop casting. Like, we couldn't, we, like, couldn't keep attacking uh, the boss because there just wasn't you know threat <laughs> and it was something about the mechanics and then the, like Jasmine I think said you do the boss you don't even know the mechanics but all I know that I could see was I had to stop casting because I couldn't keep keep going yeah I, yeah oh you know what it was it was um what was said someone said should we should we hero or should we bloodlust yes and they were like I don't know. <laughs> Like I don't yeah, know. If go, the I don't to... think we have the room to bloodlust. Yeah. I think he's like, like, I don't think we have the room to bloodlust. <laughs> and I look down and you're at like ninety five percent. It's like, uh, yep. <laughs> that's. Uh... Oh, but it was yeah, but it it, it it was a totally good time. And if he was pre- prepared for it, I'm sure it would have been com- completely fine. But I mean, and it it, it, it really was funny. fine. It doesn't. It yeah. I mean, I the thing is like yeah. I mean, if I it's, I didn't say I was on fire as. If people knew I was in fire as it'd be a little scarier, but Vash is a tauntable boss, so it's kind of like if Gun had like died, I would I would have been able to taunt it and we just keep going, you know? It's kind of like whatever. It's nice when we when we roll into Vash with a full our full 25 though, it is nice that we don't have to take it seriously at all. Oh yeah, it's uh, crazy easy compared to last week when we tried it. Uh, and we had like we were missing like so I don't know. Many. We had no shots. We had, we had extra alts in the group. My rogue was on follow. Like, I'll never do that again. That yeah, was I thought we had like 20, but ass. we really only had like 16. Yeah, we had like three extra alts following their 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 mains. And like, that was just, I, 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 I felt so bad for like putting that on everybody. I was just like, oh I, my God. I did appreciate just for it. Just badging too. <laughs> yeah, I did appreciate that we tried it. I was like, not a lot of people were like, this isn't gonna work out. I was, I think, in officer we were saying it, but everyone was like, "Well, hey, well, let's just see what happens." People were were memeing the fuck out of it. I was like adamant. I was like, "Let my rogue die immediately," yeah. and no one let my rogue die. So he's just like shocking everybody in the middle, and you have to move the boss over, like, and they wouldn't let him die. <laughs> well, you know, he's like, but full, you know, uh, doing it on a raid night uh, isn't too bad at all. But yeah, you live and you learn. We tried it. We failed it. We we you know we won't do it again. But yeah, I think that's raid. That's raid progress. That is right? raid progress. Shit, we, we that went a lot longer than I thought. All right, guys, let's move on into <laughs> time. For the news, so the news is short and sweet this this week, but it is definitely something that people might not have noticed popped in. So, 
Um, I don't know if there was a blue post or not. There was a blue post, okay, but it was initially ninjaed in without a without a blue post. Yeah. But they've put in the haste uh, trinket that heals. That also it doesn't yeah, heal it's the you. Battle master. Your, yeah, yeah, it's like a last the, stand effect that increases your health. Basically, yeah. And so that has popped in the, and this is all spell. This is all spell haste. The ring force. For a PvP spell, haste has popped in, and the necklace. Um, I don't know if this necklace is anything good for locks outside of a seed set, because having a ton of a haste on the seed set's pretty dang nice. But um, we'll have to see. I don't know how it fits into the. Best in slots, yeah. but these are out now, and should definitely check them out. I don't know about the trinket. The ring looks terrible for PVE. <laughs> it does look terrible. Uh, it looks it's got terrible no for damage. PVP too, kinda. Like, yeah. yeah, no spell damage. Yeah, the lack of spell damage at all seems a little bit crazy uh, on there. Uh, the trinket, I don't know. Again, uh, spell. I mean, maybe if it breaks, it makes a break point. It's got forty spell hits on there. Pretty cool. The neck does seem good. I bet it, even if it's not good in all your sets, I'm sure it's like a pre this item that could be really good if you're just getting up because it's got spell yeah. haste, it's got spell damage, it's got a socket. You know, it, it definitely has. And a, if if you heard, I mean, necks honestly aren't that hard to get. Like they aren't like true. that item. But like if you are hurting on neck or a new character, it's definitely a good buy. I mean, like just as a you know welfare epic, like it's. Not bad. Yeah. And but spell his resilience ring. I don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. Like, you figured they would have at least put, like, 20 spell damage on it or something. Like, I don't get it. It is a ton of haste. Now, the trinket, I think it'd be really good for a seed set, and it'd give you, like, a little extra oh shit button. Like, Which you might need in a seed set. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if it's worth the 30k honor but you know if you're willing to sit in Alteric valley or you do the daily every day i mean the daily every day for about three weeks the like two of the dailies every day will probably get you that so so what wh why is there no statement on these did they just forget these <laughs> is that what happened they forgot to add these with za or something so basically they they were in um i'm assuming the community like told them but they didn't say anything. They just said PvP, like their their blue post is the PvP spell haste items, blah, 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 and blah, 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 as well as blah, 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 have been added to the honor vendor. Yeah, which to me reads as, whoops, we forgot whoops. about these, <laughs> and now we've added yep. them. Um, which, yep. <laughs> that's basically what I'm getting from this, which is, you know... Uh, par for the course i think and and probably i mean probably something we're gonna deal with the first round of any expansion for classic just like wasn't this supposed to be here and they got to do some research like uh <laughs> let's go see if that was supposed to be there yeah but you know that's what kind of makes you know kind of makes it interesting it's what i talked about when scotty J was on like we're gonna have a ton of this stuff in 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 wrath too that we're gonna be wrong about and they're gonna be wrong about and do it the wrong times and it definitely keeps it spicy and keeps you know stuff for us to talk about on the show so 
I'm not complaining. <laughs> All right, and then the, the other thing in the news, I don't think we really need to talk about it much, but I feel bad. There's just not a lot of interest in Season of Mastery, so covering it on the show just isn't really the best option for us. Like, there was a huge amount of people interested in the Hardcore Challenge, so when that was going on, we did cover it, but there's just not a lot here. But I did want to say, reading over, like, basically, they're still doing more changes to uh, AQ and the Temple of Ankaraj, and I was just reading through some of this stuff, and it talks about, you know... Uh, you know, various consumables that remove poison, and I it just got me remembering how much I hated AQ. It, I was reading. It is funny that they have to have an NPC that sells goblin sapper charges and poison effect removal because you have to have them for for that stupid boss. Yep. Like, oh yeah. God. Like, it really points out a glaring flaw. That in order to test it, you you really need you really need those. Yeah, and I just like I just forgot how much I really like that was definitely the next the next waiting room for me. I was just like, get me through this, breathe, get me through this, breathe, get me through this. Like I just I hated it. I don't think there's one boss in there I can think of that I actually liked. I guess I kind of liked twins. Twins was cool. The, the first time we downed Twins, I was like, now this is much more like a retail boss. Like, we have things going on. There's moving parts. Yeah, yeah like, that Like that felt like a fun fight. And it, it was a cool fight that I could get better and better at each week type of deal. Like, with, like, thinking about different things to do in between running back and forth, you know, like, saving different cooldowns for different tanks like i always saved my big cooldowns for when i was on corpse's side because corpse actually kept threat you know and <laughs> so like it was like like it was cool you know it was a neat it was a neat fight so yeah 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 but i hated the dungeon though the trash was horrible Ugh. i liked it at first because it was big open spaces we did and i'm gonna i'm gonna say this forever that we did like so many months like so many months where bwl was the main raid because like zg came <laughs> out and then that was the raid forever and it's just it was just so long um i think it was almost nine if i recall i i thought it was like eight or nine months of bwl being the main raid that was out because it came out in february was and it that long really? so it came out in february and then I believe that the end of August, AQ came out, but we had to open the gates from there. So you had uh, you had Z you had BWL February, ZA April, and then AQ was like late August. Oh something. yeah, and our gates opened up late because the bastards were trying to get more more mounts. Yeah, it it was absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, I, I what I had a problem with uh, with BWL is that I really hated how like claustrophobic it was. You're fighting dragons and like tiny corridors, which I think is just not that's not what you want to do. Like I think Anixia is a cool fight because you're like going into her den. It's like her nest with her eggs, and it's like this big room where she flies around in it. Like that is a cool way to fight a dragon. Fighting a dragon in a hallway <laughs> is like well, it's so weird. And I 
I think about that. Like, okay, so you're talking about Fire Maw, right? I'm talking about Fire Maw, but I'm also talking about, like, I mean, yeah, Fire Maw, but Ebon Rock and Flame Gore are basically in the same kind of situation. So let me give you something. I don't know. I've never seen anybody kill Fire Maw in a different location. Like, it was just the first, it was the first thing that worked well for many people back in Vanilla, and it just stuck. We never tried pulling it anyplace else. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been interesting to, like, actually do it differently in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, it definitely makes you wonder where it was intended to be pulled. Surely that's, when I, they, that's exactly what I would. Yeah, like, surely when they make a boss, they think, like, this is where it will be pulled. Like, maybe they thought we'd pull it back into the last room or, like, you know, who knows? Uh, this or we would really use big. one of the other walls, you know, or something, like, yeah. inside there. Yeah, you don't get that that much these days. I feel like even starting in TBC, it's, like, kind of clear the way you're supposed to do a lot of bosses. Vanilla was definitely, like, every way we did a boss was, like, someone had to figure this out at some point. <laughs> this is, You were, like, yeah. cheesing every boss fight. Like, ah, oh, you just do it like this. <laughs> yeah, well, and I remember in Vanilla taking the stuff in different spots. And, like, I remember doing way different things. Like, when we would kill, um, I don't, was it, okay, so there's Ebon Rock and Flame Gore, right? Mm -hmm. Which Which one does something where you have to, like, Basically, I don't remember which one it was, but we would DPS the, like, we did do it in the same spot, like, yep. where the tanks would stand in the corner, but we'd DPS, and then we would run, all the DPS would run around the left corner. That's just fire. And hide. No, 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 no. This was, this was, it was one of the two dragons that we fight later in the next room. Ebon Rock or the other no, one. No, it's not, not, are you talking about in the past or in Varflocken? In the past. Oh, sorry. No, no, okay. back sorry, in sorry, Vanilla. Sorry, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like so ready to fight you. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. We, yeah, we never yeah, did yeah, that yeah. as as Varg, but oh, we were running from something. I think it was from. No, it's from. Because um, we weren't using it's three tanks. I, yeah, I have a yeah, because we weren't Flamegore. using three tanks. Flamegore has an so AOE would run. also, though. He enrages. So if you weren't using three hunters who are, uh, who are all tranking, on uh, like in a oh. rotation the aoe pulse that he does ends up hurting like really bad so you might have been running out of Maybe. that um, yeah can, we would run to the left side and there's a little corner there and you can yeah. hide it and there's like the little vials and stuff that are by there we would hide there and then we would run back out uh kind of like you would do on uh crow magnus and then on crow magnus in vanilla in the guild i was in we were never on the side of the boss where we were. We were always in the room past the boss, and we were with a few healers there, and we would DPS on the rear of the boss and then run around the back, the back side there. So the raid was, was like completely split, but I guess at some point people figured out if you pull him just up a little bit, you can still be hitting the back of him without actually <laughs> being behind him. And so like it's interesting to see how these fights changed from vanilla to uh yeah i think a lot of actual classic i really think that a lot of the classic strats that we're using were like ripped straight from private servers i really wish i mean i guess there probably are a lot of vods where we could go back and look 
Uh, I kind of don't feel like doing that, but <laughs> I, I it is cool to see like what they were doing in vanilla versus like what people did start doing in private servers to, you know, then we rip, we just pretty much copy pasted a lot of that. And I feel like vanilla didn't have a lot of like new strats coming out. But yeah, so I don't know. I just thought I'll throw the notes into the, I'll throw these, these patch notes into the notes, but unfortunately we're just not going to really go over the stuff. Like when the, people kill for the first time or there's possibly maybe we'll have a guest on that's like playing through the stuff i know felber has mentioned uh he has one of his guildies is doing like all the like world first and season of mastery maybe we'll have him on some time to kind of talk about it but there's not really a point for us to talk about it having not played it seen it or anything but i wanted to mention it because it is news <sighs> all right let's move into Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so in this week's discussion, um, we're going to talk about a survey that was sent out for Wrath of the Lich King. Now, full disclosure, this is the first time they have sent me the survey, and it does make you promise not to... Uh, I don't know how legally binding it is, but it. I clicked that I wouldn't share anything that was in the survey, so I'm not going to because I clicked that. But I don't think there's any rules against me covering on this show stuff that other people have leaked. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to cover stuff that's on the on Wowhead. Link will be in the notes. All right. Yep. Let's talk about. It. Did you get this survey or no? But I, I, don't too? you have to check? Don't you have to say you're willing to get surveys or something? I certainly have not checked I, off anything. When yeah, back when uh, back when these first popped out, the very first one, I I like looked into it, found it. We talked about it on the pod. I went and turned it on. Still didn't get any of the other surveys. This is the first one I finally gotten, and. We're only, there's only been a few questions linked. I'll, I will let you know, there was a ton of questions. It took me a good, like, 30 to 40 minutes to actually fill the entire thing out. So, these are just specifically for a few different things. Can't disclose any information about what the other questions were about, but let's just talk about these. So... You want to just jump into yeah, the, the first one? The first one's interesting. It's, did you play World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, Watlick, <laughs> when it originally <laughs> released between 2008 and 2010? So was this on the TBC survey? I don't remember. It's interesting, though, that they are asking if, you, if you're uh, not just if you're an OG. But yeah, are you, are you OG? Are you legit? Or are you one of those filthy private server players? Or are you... <laughs> Someone who <laughs> yeah. didn't do it at all, you know. Which I which I think is actually pertinent information because something I've learned coming back to classic, the private server crowd is so different than the hardcore crowd of vanilla. So yeah. different. Yeah, that's definitely uh, true. And I honestly think that Wrath Wrath was the peak as well, too, I feel like. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that was like the population peak time though. Um, it was ab I mean that is an absolute fact because yeah. that was when they were still disclosing numbers. Yeah. So. so it was it was like huge. 
So a lot of people. 12 million subs. Yeah, 12 million subs. So a, a lot of people, although I've been I've been one of those people who says that uh, that wow, it wasn't shrinking at the size that people were saying for a while because that 12 million subs included Chinese subs where eventually like the uh, they were making up like a large portion of that in Wrath of the Lich King. Whereas later in retail, like when you're looking at um, even as far really? as like Legion, even if it's at like four million subs, there were like so few people in China playing at the time. You know, like the the differences weren't as horrifying as it seemed. But Wrath of the Lich King was definitely know. the peak uh, when I remember. I didn't even playing. know that these numbers in- included China. They did in Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, I wrote a. <laughs> Wrote a thesis on it, and <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it is good that they're asking people that context. Um, if Mel were here, let me try to channel Mel because a lot of their surveys they sent before did not have these sort of verification questions, or like they didn't have a lot of detail, so there wasn't that much you could do with the data. <laughs> it would be like, well, there's not enough context here to really get a good idea. Well, and what kind of freaks me out about what we've been talking about when the surveys come out is none of us ever got one, right? So the way this article stated, I would think that these are the only questions. Yeah. And these are just a small fraction of what was in that. Yeah, you said it took you like 30 minutes to fill out, right? Yeah, 30 to 40. Like, And it was... I wish I could disclose all the different things it hit on, but it wasn't just wrath. Like it was like, and so it's interesting. This isn't even all the, the, the wrath questions either. Like, it's interesting that we only got these leaked and there was so much more. And it makes me wonder on the other surveys, were there so much more? Or was that all that there was? Yeah, that we just didn't get was? to see. That's a good yeah. point. And there were times that we were like, some people are receiving different surveys too, for some of the TVC surveys. So it could have been like a greater pool of questions going to different people. But it sounds like you got just all the questions, uh, which is cool. But that was the first question. I think it's good to ask that question because without the context of did you originally play, you're not you're not getting like Agreed. a good idea of who the audience is going to be. Uh, the next one, pretty simple. How interested are you in classic version of World of Warcraft Wrath of Lich King? I feel like maybe these Duh. numbers are going to go for like data as far as how many people they expect to play, but surely we're already getting Wrath of the Lich King, <laughs> no matter what the survey results are. It just feels like a duh to me. Like it, I, you know, I guess like maybe I'm just thinking of my own little box, but I just feel like it was the best state the game was ever in. And, I can't imagine somebody not clicking extremely interested. And yeah. I could be just crazy wrong, but I feel like that's what the vast majority of people, at least playing TBC right now, think. And I know for a fact, four people in real life that are coming back for for Wrath just because that's what they loved. Like Mel's brother being one of them. Oh, nice. Uh, there was definitely a... I feel like a reasonable chance that the Burning Crusade was not going to come out because they didn't really owe us a classic Burning Crusade. They were yep, coming out same. with classic vanilla. But once you make a classic Burning Crusade, I feel like I don't I've not run into many people 
who would say it doesn't make sense to go to Lich King. Because like you said, it's it's peak. Mo a lot of people are very fond of it. A lot of new people came in during Wrath. Wrath is when Refer a Friend and stuff came out as well too, right? So like you had a lot of influx of players. Yeah, I think it was the pre it was the pre patch, right? And yeah, from so, TBC to Wrath. Yeah, a lot of people started playing during this time. So like if you're gonna make a TBC, I feel like obviously you're gonna make a Wrath of Lich King and uh, maybe exactly. someone can find a reason it doesn't make sense, but I yeah, like I, it doesn't make sense to make a TBC and not a Wrath. The only thing I've ever heard is, are they really gonna go to Kata? You know, like. And that's the only thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I'm actually like, I'm actually now 50 50 of with if, if I might even play Kata. Like, I'm kind of a little intrigued. Like, yeah, I've, I truly weird. have no idea about Kata, but I feel so confident with Wrath of Lich King, which is why I think that this question is just trying to get to the core of like how many people we expect are going to play or how much, you know, how interested people, how, how interested are people in. Wrath of the Lich King. Or trying to prove to the to the people that control the Bill money Gates. and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, trying to prove to Bill Gates that uh Wrath of the Lich King is worthwhile <laughs> now that Microsoft's taking him over. Send it out to everybody. Why is it this why is it this on the actual launcher? Take this survey. Everyone. Yeah. Maybe they don't want bots to do it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe they, like, they just want a, a certain segment that they're pulling out. Um Somehow it's it's really hard to say, but uh, I mean, something that points to me, too, about a lot of people being really interested in Wrath of the Lich King. When we were getting when we were in AQ, everyone was talking about Nax Ramus, like everyone was talking about how they're going to go to Nax Ramus. They're going to do Nax. It's going to be so cool to finally do Nax. No one was really talking about TBC. I mean, we we're talking about is there going to be a TBC, but we weren't talking about it the same way that. Now, I mean, all the all the reviews uh, today, almost every email mentioned Wrath of the Lich King in it today. Ev yeah, every we single one We just got Black Temple, basically, and it just came out. And I feel like so many people are looking forward to Wrath already. Um, whereas at this stage of the game in Vanilla, we were looking forward to Nax. We weren't like, yeah, it, I really hope Karazhan comes out. literally the only content creator that was doing TBC stuff was, was Meta Goblin. Like, yeah. now... Content creators across the board are hitting on 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 wrath stuff, you know. Yeah, so it's it's definitely everything really does point to uh, wrath. I mean, I I don't know if it'd be far fetched to say other than those like really crazy peak times for vanilla, wrath might be like the healthiest uh, plastic version that we'll get so far as far as like people actually logging in and raiding and doing heroics and stuff like that. Wrath really is one of the best times to play and one of the best times to play casually. That's when like it yeah. really makes sense for people to start playing casually. So I, I could expect yeah. an influx. Uh, the next one, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of excited about looking for group finder. I'm just <laughs> hoping, I'm hoping they do what we talked about with Scotty J where it gives a good 10 minute buffer trying to find a yeah. group on your server. And then it, jumps to the other servers yeah i mean i think that's a great middle ground that i would really love to see the same, the same way we Blizzard. felt about the horde versus horde stuff it's like i don't care if it's horde versus horde but let them look for an alliance versus horde for a little while well, first. and and let me okay everybody says that i'm crazy you don't get guildies like from random interactions well let me tell you i met a random shaman that was new to tb to t to tbc 
we did the like like that's who I did the first uh Skedis main boss quest with was with him uh Herb and and me tanking on my warrior and then having my rogue auto attack but like l- like literally met him doing that he didn't have he didn't have a guild I was like well you could join us social and possibly get into some of our off night alt runs and that Kara that I talked about that I just did he came in on him that was third and fourth dps on uh lots of the 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 bosses like he was good so that's the type of things that can happen if it's all within your server so I still believe in that hard and I hope that they put that in the looking for group finder yep I'm I'm with you um and as our sweet boy Ozzy Jules rest in peace uh he oh, <laughs> we Ozzie. met him in a scarlet monastery uh yeah, so I I Ozzie. do yeah he was man if we had an extra warlock high jaw would be we'd be melting through high jaw uh but yeah uh we'd you definitely be, uh, find people we'd out be in, the in a fight to get into that good group though <laughs> oh yeah well, we'd just yep. have two good groups, basically. We'd have to maybe, yeah. That would, we'd, uh, what we'd have to do. Uh, then the next question, the obvious follow-up: How likely are you to play a classic version of World of Warcraft, Wrath of Lich King? Which to me is basically the same question: Is how interested same question. are you? <laughs> um, how would you describe the faction balance of the realm you primarily play on? Now, this is the interesting stuff because yes, they're talking about Wrath of Lich King, how interested you are, but they're also asking about current stuff, and it sounds like. Maybe they're going to be addressing faction issues coming into Wrath. It does sound like it. It sounds like they're trying to get it out of people that say they don't care. But like, dude, you can look at your servers and see the problem. Can you not? Yeah, they they want to see. They want to know what the people on the ground are feeling. They don't believe. When when White Mane only has 100 people raiding on it now, they don't believe that that's not enough people. They want to hear it from you in the form of a survey to prove it. Uh, but yeah, they are finally getting some, they're doing some fact-finding on server balance, uh, which I think is good. I'll talk about the follow-up question as well, too. They also say, if the population or faction balance issues you are facing were addressed, how likely are you to play World of Warcraft Burning Crusade? Uh, classic in the next 30 days so what's nice about this is it is focused on now ish as well too it sounds like they're trying to get an idea of it's it's kind of weird because this question makes sense to send to someone who's like not active right like you would send it to somebody who hasn't played in the last month and then you would ask them hey would you come back if we addressed your server issue but if this just gets sent to everybody it's kind of like a pretty awkward question but i guess the first one will like decide whether or not you're on a poorly balanced server or not um but yeah i mean they are asking questions about server balance are are they going to do something before wrath of the lich king bob what do you think i don't know like i've see this is where it's like they keep you know we just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in you know like i was getting to the point to where i was just like okay with just getting over it and they're not going to do anything about it, and I'm just going to have to be fine with that or not play the game, right? And now they're throwing me a bone, making me think, oh, could we have something? And I've talked about it on my stream many times, but I think the only thing they're going to do is the half-assed thing where they shard 
your server with other servers and have random horde from other servers on there and random alliance from other servers and do like toggle PVP. Like I think that, like their answer will be to get rid of PVP servers. So I'm actually, I, I was thinking about this the wrong way. I, in my head, I was thinking they're looking for some feedback to fix server issues. But now I'm thinking when they implement a fix that none of us like, they're going to use the survey as the excuse, right? Like, well, the survey data showed that people would come back and play if we if we fix the server balance. So now we're sharding everything <laughs> like that's yeah. going to be their their reason uh, for doing it, which is. I, I think you're I, I hadn't really thought about it. I think that that probably is like they're trying to figure out how drastic of a problem this is. And if it's drastic enough, they'll take drastic measures to fix it. Because at this point, I don't think they're going to do like the easy fix stuff like or not easy fix, like the the least disruptive, like free transfers to places that that actually make sense uh, or merging two servers together somehow. Like they're not going to do that sort of thing. And I just want to like I just want to caution Blizzard at doing this sharding thing. Something that's glorious about PvP servers is the fact that if somebody fucks you, you have a chance to fuck them back later. <laughs> That's why we write their name. Like now, I have spy. I make a kill on on site list. It's beautiful when I used to run into those people in BGs because I was like, oh, kill on site guy. Like, but back in the day, I used to have a list that I would write down. Like, but if you shard stuff, I might never have a chance to take revenge on that person. And that really kills world PVP for me. Like, I don't know if it's, if other people just like B like BGs are for, you know, going up against random people. World PVP is for real. Like that's where it counts. That's where like, I am true. Going, if I see you out there, I'm going to make sure you can't get your daily done because you did this to me. That is the beauty of world PVP. And if you do the sharding thing, it is not world PVP. It's just toggling battlegrounds on in the world. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely so, people who uh, I know personally. Uh, from our killing experiences, you know, like you see the same names over and over again, or someone in your guilds ganked by the same stupid shadow priest who's hanging out in burning steps. Like there is definitely some something to it there for sure. Um, but again, I think that in our in our transfer to benediction, we had to come to terms with like what what are the most important parts of this game and how we engage with this game. And world PvP ends up being like the lowest part of the list. One of the yeah, yeah, one of the lowest. It's it's a spice of life thing that is really cool when it's working properly. I don't think it can ever work properly on Benediction. Period. There's yep. 30k alliance. You put 30k horde on the server. We're just gonna have 17 layers, and all of the layers are going to be messed up because of layer hopping re re regardless and so it's there's no fix now unfortunately a fix that would be proper for us like it would have had to been done when they killed the dead servers they would have had to fill other servers instead of letting the pack servers pack up there would have had to been a lot of like like flipping switches and changing knobs 
during that time, that month, month or five week period was the time that you could have made impactful change, but you didn't. And so there's no, there's, there's no chance now. There's no way to fix benediction. Like there's no way to fix feral, you know, it's unfortunate. And that's all there is to it. Yeah, doing a fix going into Wrath is not going to have the same effect it would have fixing it into TBC because all the servers are already dead. <laughs> so it, it it it's not the same. It's nice that yeah. they are looking into some solutions. Uh, my only real big takeaway from this is I just want to see the results. Like they, I just want to see what people say. What's wrong with releasing some of this publicly? You know, even if you get rid of the stuff that makes the game look bad, some of this information, like you said, there were a lot of questions on there uh, that we're not supposed to share publicly or whatever. I don't think anything was crazy in there, Uh, but it would be nice uh, just to see some of that. (laughs) Yeah. And and like, if you just would have told me, like, send it to send one. If like, if you don't want us to share it publicly, send content creators specifically ones that we can share. And then let us pull our co- our communities and find out everybody's answers and help you. Help us help you. Like, we don't know all the answers. We talk our op- opinions and we try to get, you know, the pulse of the community, but we can't get it all. Like, and you can't either, but together, maybe we can. Like, help us help you. And like... We're one of the smaller ones. We're a podcast community. Like lots of people don't interact with the podcast besides yelling at us on their morning commute that we're wrong. But like there's tons that could help you and you're just not taking advantage of that reach. So I would say like make it public. I think you're definitely right. Yep. Yeah. Well, you heard us, Blizzard. And as Bob says, you're probably listening to this on Monday morning and uh, you're Monday, Monday morning, morning stand yeah. up listening to, to our podcast. So please give us some data. Give us more content for our podcast. We can talk about, please. <laughs> um, There was, I didn't have it I, for some reason. didn't get it in the notes, but uh, something, a lot of articles like Dextro and different uh, people showed, they showed there was a, there was a few questions that were, uh, basically six month uh, worded. Like how likely are you to do this in the next six months? How likely Mm. are you to do this in the next six months? Which leads a lot of people speculating that pre-patch could be as early as October. I could see that. We were talking about it recently. Some people are are saying that ZA might only be like even, let's say it's eight weeks. We're talking about, you know, June uh, release of Sunwell and then Sunwell. What if we have four months of Sunwell pre-patch comes out October, right? Like that, that it does add up when you do the math. It feels really quick. I, I feel like we're rushing through TBC for some reason, um, but it all does kind of add up when you like sit down and <laughs> do the math. Well, and at the same time, I wonder if classic wow would have like classic vanilla would have actually been faster had the pandemic not hit. Like, I wonder if that was the plan initially was to be faster and they were slowed by a lot of stuff. I mean, 
everybody like they sent everybody home to work from home and all oh, of a sudden yeah. sorry i was thinking the changed. I, I was thinking in like a greedy corporate way where they were like because because when things were really popping with covid is like when um it was when zg came out really uh zg came out like mid-april and that was like april 2020 when thing when everyone was getting sent home and stuff and i was wondering like did they expand how long this phase is because I mean, so many people were on and playing they're like why release new content when people are still catching up right now to i mean it could be yeah it could be either way but i mean they had to move their entire operations to home like i mean it slowed every every business down you know it slowed the whole uh movie and show industry down i mean even walking dead just like st- like stopped yeah they didn't show the freaking finale like uh, and the f- and the finale was shot and already in post. I was so pissed. I like I just remember being like, "Wait, I have to wait nine months for the finale? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now?" And it's just like, I think that maybe the original plan was for Classic Wow to go at a quicker pace, and it just didn't because of the pandemic. Yeah, that I think that that is really reasonable. Um... Because yeah, they all did get sent home. <laughs> they it, it was pretty crazy there at the beginning. So that that also makes sense. And again, the team back then was m- even much much smaller than it is right now. So uh, what they were capable of doing was only so much. So it does it does make sense. Well, either way, this is pretty much a uh, this is pretty much a guarantee that it's coming, and we're excited for it. And uh, just to let you know, um, the TBC. Uh, the TBC one that was just like this that came out came out six months before TBC pre patch. Wow. So it all adds up. I mean, that timeline makes ready. sense to me. That's the I feel like, yeah, that timeline makes sense to me. I always have some horror. I don't like looking so far ahead in my future. Maybe that's just me. Uh, but it's like when I think about like what I'll be doing. It's just weird because I know like what I'll be rating in like eight eight months time. It's like kind of bizarre. Weird. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to Sunwell though. Um, I mean, I my obviously Wrath is going to be a lot of fun. I'm pro- I'm going to be switching characters though, so I'm still very focused on what we're doing now. I think Sunwell is going to be really awesome, and I'm hoping it'll be like on par with Nax. Uh, as far as like my enjoyment of that raid goes, and I, I hope it's challenging and keeps things interesting, but uh, only time. Yeah, I mean, will tell. this has been yeah, this has been TBC's been great for me, just because I I've just never done any of these, and like Sunwell is going to be amazing because like I never got to do any of that. Like we get a whole another five man too when it comes out, and the Isle of Quell Danas is like just money, dude. It's just money every day like and if you have alts like it is money like it's like the dailies that are at out now are like all right whatever but all of the isle of quell denas ones are just on point like yeah i remember um, it's a good tough fun time my uh my my best friend growing up he would wake up before school every day and do his isle dailies and uh whoa my phone I didn't silence it. <laughs> um, I would wake up and do uh, he. I'm gonna start over. 
my best friend <laughs> would wake up and do the Isle of Kodanas dailies every day on all of his characters. I think it was only like three characters or something like that. And I was always like, how are you so rich? <laughs> like the dude had the dude just had his epic <laughs> flyer on all his characters and stuff. And I'm over here yep. slow flying around because I don't feel like doing a daily. And he just every day, every morning would do those dailies and it would just get it would just rack it up. Oh, dude. And unfortunately, I'm not going to get the fun times of fighting the opposite faction that I did before. But the dailies were still fun, regardless. Like, now I'm just going to be able to do them solo. Like, we used to always have to go in, like, a group of three. And we would just, like... like, And I was always PvP uh, geared. Like, because that's all I did throughout TBC. So, I definitely, like won all of these matchups and mel was you know behind me healing and so it was definitely a good time but i think it's still going to be a good a good time without the pvp part and it is a lot of dough like it really is and you get so many dailies in one spot like it's and they're pretty easy like i don't know it's 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 the best group of dailies I ever did throughout all of WoW, even including Wrath. Like, there's nothing that compares to the Isle of Quell Danas. And so I'm excited to build up cash and get ready for Wrath with that cash. So, definitely a lot. It's going to be a good time. All right, man. Well, wasn't that short of an episode, right? Nope. We, uh, <laughs> we managed somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. It's that dang raid progression. We go in you can go in so many <laughs> tangents during that segment because you, you can just talk about anything. Yep. Like that's the time to talk about your class. That's your time to talk about like like gear. So it really does. It's the variability of that segment. Can yeah, can can be crazy. And like if we had had Mel on, it probably would have been another three hour episode, right? Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us an email and spark tangents just like today, send those to WCRpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Discord and interact with the hosts, you can do so by going to mash.gg slash Discord. Make sure to ping us. How how can you help the pod? You can help the pod by leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can leave uh, reviews on on WarcraftRadio.com slash directory. You can leave stars on Spotify. And you can tell your guild about us. That's the best way to do it. Just tell, like, tell people about the pod, and that is honestly the best way. Oh, in addition to that. You can also support us on Patreon. Go to mtb.gg slash support. You'll see every way that you can support the show and mash those buttons. The Patreon, you can choose a tier, uh, and you choose us. And for $1.25 an episode per month, you can support us and help us, uh, help us grow, help us pay to keep the lights on. Uh, we should be having merch sometime in the future soon. If any uh, artist wants to give us free art for that merch, uh, we'll we'll put it on a shirt for you. Uh, send those to us at our email. <laughs> and then there's also humble bundle links uh, and everything else. 
I'm so bad at the Patreon thing. I try though. Mel did a much, much better job last week. Hopefully she's back next week to save me from mm-hmm. doing that because I hate asking for money. All right. Where can we find you, Yip? You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at the Yip Show. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming quite often and always streaming our raids Tuesdays and Thursdays at Blazin Bob on Twitch. Whoo! Let's get out of here. It's time yeah. to play some over some Overwatch. I gotta get a little bit of food. Yeah, same. I'm like, all right, roll. perfect. Just enough time to go eat, you know, chill out for a second. Perfect. Then Overwatch time. Gotta kick all of our guildies' butts. Yep, we gotta get uh, practiced up because the Overwatch 2 beta will be coming soon, and I'll be streaming that too, so it's gonna be a good time. And bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 